Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. So the current electric superhero of the week, I, I was talking to uh, somebody in the office with Milwaukee Marquette, telling him about this program, and he said, look, we've got a lot of kids at Marquette, but there's a couple of kids that got involved in uh, the Students of the Year competition. They hosted a Leukemia and Lymphoma Society uh, program, and he goes, i got to tell you that these, these guys worked it. They worked it hard. They believed in it, and they really got involved. And they're doing a lot of things in the community, and they're playing sports, and they're all really good student athletes and students. But they raised like over $150,000. And I said, what? And he goes, no, I'm not kidding. And so I had a chance to uh, to talk to him about our this program, and I'm going to introduce you to our current electric superheroes of the week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. So three Marquette um, seniors. And one might be en route because he's going to Eli's house, but there's some little bit of traffic issue. We'll wait a little bit for Noah White. But Eli is has been my point person on this. Eli, uh, good morning, and thanks for spending a few minutes. Would you pronounce your last name for me? Lair. Lair. Eli Lair, let me tell you a little bit about Eli. 3.6 GPA. 
and he has played on the soccer team, won a state championship, and they were ranked number two in the nation in high school soccer. He's on the hockey team. He is, uh, he's been involved in a lot of stuff while he was at Marquette High School. And he's part of the um, Spirit Homeroom as well as student government. He has volunteered with Special Olympics, with events and at, uh, and at schools. So he's got a lot going on, but I really wanted to talk to him about the, the Students of the Year competition. They host the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society um, fundraiser. And they, they raised over $151,000. And Eli, uh, thank you so much for putting this group together to talk to me today. And congratulations on being one of our current electric superheroes of the week. Talk a little bit about this event and what it meant to you to be involved in it and raising that much money um, to help find a cure for leukemia and lymphoma. All right, so I was able to uh, participate in this um, through Noah White. He was actually nominated as a student of the year, and through this we were able to um, organize a team to fundraise money for the society. And um, honestly, I'm so opportunity uh, to participate in this fundraising activity with such a great group of guys and um, it, it was just a tremendous amount of fun uh, doing events or just even meetings talking with Sam and Noah Hey um, Eli before we get to Sam and, and hopefully Noah um, we can get to him as well but when you and I talked Doing this and raising that amount of money had a big impact on you personally, because I think you, you know, to, to be involved in something like that and to be able to give over a check for that amount of money um, to a nonprofit organization, it can't help but to ch- kind of change your life a little bit, right? Yeah, it definitely did. I, yeah, uh, I think. Wait, do, go yes, please. Um, yeah, so when I talked to you, I definitely remember saying that, like, I had done some fundraising stuff prior to the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and I honestly, like, while they were going towards good causes, I honestly didn't, I didn't have much passion while fundraising, um, and I mean, through this fundraising event, we were able to meet the actual hero, her name is Harlow, and she had been... She had had cancer for a majority of her life, and she's still super young. And so it was kind of like an eye-opening experience because I'm, like, incredibly lucky to have not have been diagnosed with any form of cancer or, um, like, very harsh illness. Right. And so it was, it was just super cool being able to fundraise this and know it was going towards a good cause to hopefully one day um, being able to find a cure for cancer, specifically blood cancers. Yeah, that's, Eli, well, well said, by the way, and thank you for bringing Harlow's name up because that was a big part, obviously, kind of the personal touch and how this affected you. And you and I have had a couple of conversations, and for being such a young man, you know, to, to say, hey, look, this had a major impact. Once I saw a face to what we were doing and trying to raise money for, it really did affect me. We are also joined by Sam Marshall. 
Uh, senior over at Marquette High, a 4.27 GPA. Um, co-captain this team with Noah White. And look, uh, similar um, to Eli, really involved over at Marquette High. He has been a, a member of the varsity um, t- tennis team sophomore year. He is a uh, member of the Alpine ski team for the past four years. He's been on the uh, high honor roll for all four National Honor Society, German Society, Honor Society, Best Buddies. So you can kind of see what, you know, kind of kind of fellas that we're talking about here at Marquette High and this, this motivation to, to uh, give back. And then he gets involved and, and starts raising money um, for, with this program. And it was called their program, uh, or their team, the Pirates of the Cure. Caribbean, which is really uh, very good, by the way. We are now joined by Sam Marshall. Hey, Sam, um, congratulations on, on being one of our current electric superheroes of the week. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I appreciate all the work that you do. And, you know, we could have you on just to talk about National Honor Society and German Honor Society and Best Buddies and all this stuff that, that you do. But this this program that you were the, the co-captain with Noah White on had a really big impact on your life as well. Yeah, absolutely. So but before I talk more about that, I want to say, share a little thing about myself. So I was yes. born with a heart condition. So I have uh, I had two open heart surgeries as an infant and then one other one in seventh grade. Oh, okay. And and that one was like, <clears throat> as, you, as you might imagine, I can remember it quite vividly. And so it, it's... It was pretty like scarring experience, but I, yeah. you know, didn't. I don't really think about it as much until I met Harlow. So fast forward, and then Noah got nominated, and he chose me to be co-captain. And we went and visited Harlow, Noah, Eli, and I, uh, at Children's Hospital because she got sick for a couple of weeks, and all the the beeping and all the wires around her and the stuff like that. I actually passed out. And that was like a big, big turning point in the uh, campaign as I, I started to realize how how terrible this experience is for all of these kids with cancer. Because yes. for my surgery, I spent three days in the hospital. Those were the three worst days of my life. And these kids, they will spend weeks and months in the hospital, and they might not even survive it, where I knew that I was going to survive. So that's just something I like to touch on. You know what? And thank you for bringing that up, um, Sam, really, because for, for, you know, somebody in seventh grade and the fear that you have, and then for that to be all brought back as far as your memory is concerned, when you go and see Harlow at Children's of Wisconsin, I, I think will have a major impact on your life for the rest of your life. You'll remember that. And I've asked you guys to to, to be ready for one question, and, and I think you already answered it, um, Sam. And the motivation for, for being such a, you know, to having this servant leadership heart on trying to figure out how to give back, um, I understand where yours comes from. I, I do. And it's quite a heart that you have, three open heart surgeries. And, you know, maybe somehow that that had a lot of impact on you as far as ser- servant leadership. Um, Eli, your your motivation for, for getting involved and, and being having that servant leadership heart, where does that come from? Hi. So I honestly think it came from going to Marquette High School. So at Marquette High, they always teach us to be a man for others. And honestly, the community at Marquette's amazing. 
And, um, I mean, prior to Marquette, I honestly don't think I was, like, as caring for other people as I should have been. And through the Marquette community, it, it, I, it's honestly a tremendous group of guys and even, uh, like, faculty members. And it, that Marquette has really taught me that, like, I should go and do anything for my brothers because they would do the same thing for me. And so, and they teach us to go out into the world and do that for anyone. So hey, I really think that's where it came from. Hey, Eli, is Noah, Noah made it over by you yet? Yeah, he's here. Noah White, let me, let's talk a little bit about Noah. He's again, senior. So they, they said, look, can we have three and we have not had three superheroes of the week. And I said, look, well, yeah, let's figure it out. We'll figure it out. If there's a way that, you know, a couple you can get together while Eli and Noah were able to do that. Um, Sam is at his house, but Noah White, who was the, the, the captain, he was the one chosen on this to do this uh, four year member of the varsity tennis team at Marquette. Uh, he's been part of two state championships. He's uh, a big time student uh, athlete over at Marquette. And this this program that he kind of led and, and got these guys together, um, him and Sam, co-captains of, of this program, going out and raising over $151,000 to help fight against blood cancer. Um, Noah White, congratulations on a really wonderful story that we're able to share. And, and I'm wondering, we, you and I have not talked, but I'm going to put you on the spot, but your servant leadership heart, where, where do you think that came from? Um, yeah, hi. Uh, I honestly think just, like, being raised that way. Um, I mean, this whole thing started with um, I met Harlow a couple of years before um, these guys did. Um, just my grandma would give all of her grandchildren a little bit of money every year to help someone out. Uh, who's in need around the holidays. So just, like, being raised in year after year, like, um, doing, like, using this small amount of money that my grandma gave me, it was really cool to see it blow up into something that ended up, like, I don't know, being really life-changing and just a really cool experience that I never thought would have happened from what seemed like a small action at the time. Hey, Noah, is your grandmother still with us? Yes, she is. What is her name? Uh, Judy Callahan. So I hope right now that Judy Callahan is listening. Because what she thought maybe was something that would, you know, open your eyes to, to, to giving back and learning, you know, how to do that. How to be a really strong member of our society. And if Judy Callahan is listening right now, I, I there's no doubt she has tears in her eyes. Because when you ask a young man, look, your, your motivation for doing this, there's, and I've had to do this for a number of years on a couple of awards that I've given, when, when you get that deep, Noah, and you remember, look, this is where it started for me, that my grandmother taught this to me. She didn't know she was teaching it to me. She thought, okay, let's do something good. But this is what stuck in my heart. Um, I love that story. I love all three of these stories, guys. I do. Look, I coached. I went to Mesmer. I coached at Dominican. Um, we used to beat Marquette and everything wherever I coached. And I'm kidding. And sarcasm is uh, coming through the phone at this point. Um, but I've had a chance to to know a lot of this, the faculty at Marquette High. And when you when Eli says, look, it, it's being at that school. 
That's where that came from. Sam Marshall, you know where that came from. It's in seventh grade. And, you know, he's doing open heart surgery, and he knew that he had to, you know, give back, and that, that's where his heart came from. And then certainly your grandmother, Noah White, I think it's just a, a marvelous story. Guys, thank you so much. We, we could go on for about another half hour, and um, we, I'm not going to have time because I've got to talk to some basketball coaches, but I'm really impressed with you guys. To, to take a look at what these young men look like and read their bios, go to, the Facebook, go to Facebook and look up Current Electric. You know, Current Electric, home of the superheroes, and they allow me to do stuff like this. And I love it. I, you know, anytime you turn on the news, you hear nothing but bad stuff. And then you talk to Eli and Sam and Noah from Marquette High. And you go, okay, you know what? We're, we're fine. Our community is going to be just fine. And these are guys that, you know, one day will be leading this community. And if that's the case, no worries. Sleep well tonight. Because these guys are doing a really good job. By the way, Noah, um, you're going to University of St. Thomas? Yep, yeah, super excited. Yeah, congratulations on that. That's, that you. is awesome. Hey, boys, I know I've got, um, I, I think I got one of your addresses. I need to get, uh, you need to email me your addresses because Kern Electric is going to send out a little something to you to say congratulations. But we celebrate our superheroes of the week. Marquette High guys. Uh, Eli, Sam, and Noah. Guys, uh, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you, very you much. so much for having us. You bet. See you later, boys. Thanks a lot. Oh, that's a good segment. Let's get you a break. Other side, of the, other side of the break, head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial is going to join us. And, and not only that, but, you know, his family and his wife watched my grandson last year. So we'll talk a little bit about Liam McGivern on the other side of the break as well. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We are now joined by the head boys basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, Jeremy McLaughlin. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, a little closer last night. You know, we had this conversation, and I had the conversation with uh, our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week who's coming up at 11.45. And when I talked to him, he said, man, you sound a little bit like our coach. And I said, do not sleep on Waukesha North. Because you beat them, you know, earlier in the season by as many as you beat them by, I'm telling you, they're going to be a different team. You know, it was 10 days ago that you beat them, you know, by a lot. And 60-49, a little closer game last night, Coach? Yeah, it definitely was. And we, we talked about that, you know, being what, what, you know, what you call a letdown game for us, you know, coming already beating them by, by the margin that we did. And then also – Coming off a, a very well-played game um, by us Wednesday night, obviously had our opportunities to, to win that basketball game and going against a very well-coached, you know, and obviously very well-talented Racine St. Cats team and um, and then followed it up with the Waukesha North game. It, it, you know, we knew it was going to be tough um, more mentally than physically. Uh, right. And, you know, I'm just proud of our guys for – coming together, you know, making some timely shots, getting some timely stops, and and, uh, and taking care of business. 
and the fact that you guys play at Marquette tonight, you know, it, it's kind of that 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 in between game. You know, well, look, we're to beat Washington North by a lot at home. We go to their place, we take care of business. How good is Marquette? And it's like, guys, don't think that way. And when I was talking with Anthony Graves, I said, I'm telling you, young man, if if you have a left out and I got to call your head coach after you guys take a loss, I'm going to find you, man. He started laughing. He said, no, no, we're good. We're good. Hey, coach, this is a really young team that you have this year. It is. It is. You know, we have uh, two really good senior leaders in Anthony Gross and Joe Garretts, uh, two of our starters. And then, you know, we, we got a junior transfer, Cam Pendleton from Aguanago, who's really given us given us a lot of great minutes. Um, but then it's surrounded by a lot of sophomores and a lot of sophomores that can really do, uh, you know, a lot of good things for us. But at the end of the day, you know, when, when us coaches after a practice or after a game, we, we get in our office and we're talking, we're like, yeah, but they're sophomores, you know, and they're, they're going to do sophomore things on the court. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're a hardworking group. They play for one another. They love each other. Uh, and, and that's a big thing for us is that culture. And they're carrying that on from, you know, what the Dokovic's and the Foxes and the Kryles did for us in the last couple of years. Hey, Jeremy, when, when I did talk with, with Anthony Gross, I said, hey, you know, again, this is a young team, but, but as, as one of the senior leaders on this team, you know, how accepting, you understand that there's some sophomores that are going to be getting some time and they're getting some shots. And he said, hey, look, these kids can play. You know, that there's a difference that if, you know, if, if these are just young kids because the program was going to go, you know, in that direction, no, no. These are kids that deserve to be at this level. And, and Anthony Gross was very, very complimentary of the young kids on this team. And he said, look, we don't even think of them as young anymore. This is our team. And these kids can straight up play. And it was pretty impressive that one of the senior leaders walked me down that path and, and said, you can forget about what year they're going to graduate. Watch them play. And to practice with them because these kids can straight up play. And, and you knew that. You and I, um, Coach, talked a year ago. And you said, you know what? We've got some, some young kids that are, you know, they're, they're ready to play at that varsity level. And, and we're going to give them that opportunity. And uh, certainly this year, uh, you guys are doing that. Any surprises so far for you, Coach, as far as, you know, how the kids are playing? Um, I know that you've beaten Waukesha North twice. Um, lost to Arrowhead by nine, and almost I watched the St. Catharines game, and I sent you a text and said, man, your kids have some fight. That Catholic Memorial fight, these, this team has it. Um, any surprises this early in the season for you yet? No, I, I think it's just uh, the composure that we show sometimes in being so young. Uh, you know, Anthony Gross got a lot of minutes last year. Uh, you know, Bennett and Braden, I mean, they got some, you know, they started a few games, but um, we're, we're still young throughout. I mean, JT Kosmoski, our junior, Cam uh, Pendleton, they didn't play. And then you got our sophomores, Dylan Emer, Jackson Green, Ben Goodyear, Jack Riley, Kyle Cobra, all those guys. It's new varsity experience, and varsity basketball is a different animal. You know, most of them play AAU basketball, but it's different. It's a controlled physicality, and that's one thing that, that we talked about is being physical. So just the composure that we're showing that we really didn't show last night a lot, um, but that we've showed in, in most of our games, uh, that's, that's been surprising to me because 
down the line, we are pretty darn young. And, and, and even with the juniors and seniors, you know, some of those guys don't have a lot of playing experience. So individually, I mean, I know what these guys can do. Uh, and collectively, I think we could be really, really special. Um, and, and with the comments like gross made, that's what we're all about. It's, you know, it's just, we don't care who gets the credit. We don't care who's in the box score. Uh, we want these guys to play their role to the best or to the best of their ability and, and just get the, get the job done. And I think that's, that's my thing. That's, I think that's my biggest surprise is their buy-in to that. And now is that going to happen consistently? You know, that's up to us coaches to continue to, to make sure that they buy into that, but that's our culture. That's, that's what we're all about. Yeah. And you know, as you know, this gets to be a long season for some, for some guys. And, and if they're juniors or seniors and they haven't played a lot and now they're getting playing time on the varsity level, like you said, it's night and day from the, from JV. It just it is. Really is. Yeah. yeah. And, really and, is. The, and I think the, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think that they're seeing that. I, I think they're feeling that in practice. And we try to, you know, Mike, you, you know, the team we had last year, I mean, it's night and day from what we had last year, right? So we don't have that physicality beaten on, you know, Braden and Bennett got beat up every day last year. And, and, you know, we don't really have that this year. So we talk about that physicality of the classic eight and, and it couldn't have been a better game for us. The the Racine St. Cats game, just the way that they, they got into us. And, you know, Antoine Burns Jones, a, a big time sophomore for us who, you know, got some playing time and that was his first look. And, you know, he, it just, it's just different. That physicality is just very different. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, not at all. And and I think the fact that Bennett and, and Braden, and we're going to talk to Braden in a minute, um, they lead your team in, in scoring right now. And, and I've got to believe that them taking those lumps last year and realizing how big, strong you have to be to play at the varsity level. You and I had the conversation after I watched your team play twice and you said, look, does he belong here? And I go, yes, he does. And as, as his father, it's hard sometimes to figure that out. But you want to see to have somebody look from the outside and be able to say, you know what, I think you're making a mistake. I think you should play on JV. Or, you know what, this game isn't too big for him. He's doing fine. And it, and it wasn't for Braden last year. And it definitely wasn't for Bennett when he played. And to be able to watch him come off screens and knock down shots – I think last year, the defensive side of the ball might have been the most difficult for him just because of his physical size. Well, he certainly had spent some time in the weight room and getting a little bit stronger. You're not going to be able to tell him to, you know, clean up his dish as much anymore, Coach. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, we we have some battles, and I can tell he's a little bit stronger. And I mean, yes. Mike, I still take care of him, but uh, but uh, no, you're not you're long. Right. I mean, they, they both they both put some time in, and uh, you know, uh, and we we stress that how important it is. And you know, he has. They both have a great AAU coach and Taylor Jansen, who not only helps them, you know, on the court, but also helps them with the off the court stuff and the weightlifting and the training and stuff like that. And that's huge for us, you know, in that extension you know, when they go to AAU and still hearing how important those things are. So, um, but no, they taking their lumps last year and also playing against the likes of Luke Fox and Dan Feinart and, you know, even gross and those guys, I mean, it's it just, it made all the difference in the world knowing what they were, they were going up to, up against this year. And yeah, being a leader I, for us. I agree. Is Braden with you by the way? He is. Hey Braden, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mr. McGivin. How about you? I'm doing good. Did your dad show you the video I, I sent him of little Liam? Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, he got, he's already got a little game. You know, he can't beat me in one-on-one, but it's coming soon. That's for sure. Hey, we are going to get to a break. Brayden, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. And one being that, you know, I coached my son, Matthew, in high school basketball. And there are some ups and downs with that. And your dad and I, you know, both with that MC capital G thing, that whole Irish thing going, we sometimes get a little carried away. But I want to talk to you about that relationship and, and how much the game has slowed down for you um, this year. And then at 11.45, our Pick and Save student athlete of the week, Anthony Gross from Catholic Memorial, will join us. Other side of the break, I want to talk to, to Braden Glockland, who's a sophomore, playing for his dad at Catholic Memorial. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're joined by the head boys basketball coach at Catholic Memorial, Jeremy McLaughlin, and his son, Braden. And we talked to Jeremy a lot that last segment. I want to focus a little bit more on sophomore Braden. And, you know, Braden, I never want to be that that old guy that says, well, you know, back in the day, back when I was, you know, that kind of thing. But I learned a lot coaching my son, Matthew, in high school. And I want you to know sometimes you got to give your dad a break. And I'll tell you why. Because we always want to know what our why is, right? What's our why? Well, he's got a lot of them right now, Brady. He's trying to, his number one, he's got to figure out what's number one. Is it a happy home life, right? Wants to keep your mom happy, wants to keep his kids happy, wants to keep you happy. But he can't do that because his really priority is Catholic Memorial Boys Basketball Program. But you're part of that boys basketball program. So now he's trying to figure out, look, I want this program to be as good as it can be. And these these young guys are going to lead it. But every once in a while, he's got to bench one of his guards, which is going to make your mom mad and his wife mad. And so he's juggling all this stuff up in the air that I didn't really know all of the stuff I was doing when I was coaching Matthew until it was over. And I, he, Matthew shielded me from a lot of it. And he went to Calvary Baptist. He didn't go to Catholic Memorial. He went to a school with 67 kids. And I didn't know until it was over, his career was over, that there were kids talking smack to him in the locker room, in the hallway, saying, man, you're only playing because your daddy's the coach. And I didn't know that was going on. Had no idea. So, you know, you guys are getting through this. And he's really proud of you because him and I have had this conversation. And he said, look, this kid takes a lot from me. And I'm, I'm a pretty competitive dude. And I want him, you know, to be a really good kid and a good student and a good basketball player. How hard is it for you? It's probably easier this year than it was last year, Braden. But hard for you that your dad's the head basketball coach. Well, we, we definitely had our ups and downs. I mean, I mean, even from walking to the door to just um, – Talking about the game, I mean, we've gotten a lot of arguments, but yep. we definitely matured as the father-son relationship, coach-son relationship, and um, we just gotten better at talking and not arguing right away and knowing when to shut the conversation down. I, I love that. We figured it out, too, and, and it was a book that I read, and I can tell you that um, it, it got to the point that once we got to the kitchen table, after a practice or after a game, I was now his father. 
And you know what? And I'll tell you, my wife was, Mrs. McGivern was like, hey, well, well, remember, we're at the kitchen table. And I'd be like, man, but, he, you know, he didn't defend at all. He, he couldn't stop me tonight. And, and Matthew's laughing, going, hold on, Dad. You know, you're not my coach right now. I'll tell you this. I played hard on defense. I go, we can look at the film. And Mrs. McGivern would be like, no, uh-uh. Remember our rule. So I can tell you, we have so much fun with it now, Braden. But it, I don't know how much fun we, you know, we won three straight Christian State championships. So we won the last game of the year, the three years that I that I coached him. And so that was pretty cool. And, you know, got a chance to watch him play in college and do all that. But once we look back on, especially that first year that I went over there, I left Dominican. We had won back-to-back state championships. And people said, "You're what are you doing? I said, I'm leaving Dominican. I'm going to Calvary Baptist to coach my son. And now, looking back, the best three years out of the 36 that I coached. And, and I don't know if he would agree with that, Braden. I got to be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure he would agree with that because we are harder on our, our own kids. We want to make sure nobody thinks we're, we're you know, that we're, we're not going to be tougher on them. Hey, let me ask you this. This year from last year, you know, I, I'm looking, I'm watching that game against St. Catharines, and I told your dad defensively, they didn't help off you. You know, they weren't going to give you any good looks, free looks for, for you to start knocking threes down. And yeah. I watched you, and you've gotten a little bigger and a little stronger. Have things slowed down quite a bit for you? Yeah, for sure. Just uh, mentally and just physically. I mean, uh, after hitting the weight rooms this past summer, it just helped me. I mean, I'm allowed to get to the rim now. I can bounce off guys. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can get, I can definitely get a lot more stronger. But just mentally, it's slowed down. I, I see things um, quicker than other guys. And just, yeah, for sure. That's being a coach's son. You know, it's interesting because <laughs> last year you went from playing against eighth graders. You yep. know, two years ago, eighth grade, to now where you're playing against kids, you know, that are 13 years old. And then the next year you're playing against 18-year-olds. So it's a big jump. And what's interesting to me is... You think about when you were a freshman in the first five, six, seven games that you played, and then you become a senior, and you're now you're one of those kids. You're one of those guys that the young kids are going to be like, man, I can't stop this kid. I can't. Look how big and strong he is. Hey, um, are you a multi-sport athlete or are you a basketball-only guy? Uh, just basketball. Um, and you play, is it year-round for you? You play a lot of AAU basketball and stuff? Yes. Yep. How difficult has this year been with COVID for you? Um, it's, it's definitely been up and down. Uh, I'm just I'm very blessed to be able to have this season, and we were able to have our AU season to stay fresh and be able to get in the gym and stay fresh and continue to shoot. Um, but, yeah, I'm just very blessed to have this season with uh, my coaches, teammates. Hey, at, at practice um... – at practice, does does uh, does your dad does one of the other coaches, if something needs to be said to you, or look, it doesn't matter. Your dad's going to get on whoever he he's going to get on. <laughs> he'll usually, if it's if it's a very <laughs> bad mistake, he'll he'll definitely it would be him to get on to me. Yeah. But if it's um, something small where he just wants like the offensive coach or defensive coach to talk to me. He has them come talk to me, so it's a little bit more smoother. Yeah, that, and that's good to hear somebody else's voice, you know? <laughs> it's definitely good to hear somebody else's voice. Look, your dad was a heck of a basketball player. So, 
you know, he 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 knows what he's talking about, but it, it is that whole Irish thing that we can get after a little bit. Hey, Jeremy, I, I love when when Brian said, "Look, we we have matured as a father son and a coach player uh, relationship. It it has matured, and you got to feel really good when your son's a sophomore and he feels and sees that." Yeah, it, it, absolutely. But you know, I'd be remiss to to not mention, and, and you know this, Mike. It, it's my wife plays a huge role in this. Huge. I mean, just I mean, she she is the mediator, and she and she does. Like you, you talked about the kitchen table story. I mean, you know that's that's happened where I've taken it too far. Um, and but she's she's she balances us out, and she really does a great job of it. And you know, um, but like he said, and it's it's awesome for him to say that. Like you said, it, it it's that maturity for both of us, not just him, but me as well. You know, of knowing when to shut it down. And um, understanding that, you know, it's difficult for him no matter what. Um, and, and he's got a lot of pressure on him. And, you know, but at the end of the day, he's a phenomenal kid. And we know we don't have to worry about him. And, and he takes care of business on and off the court. And, uh, you know, that's what's most important to us. Hey, Jeremy, I remember a couple of days uh, back in the Calvary Baptist days where it'd be 1130 at night. And uh, I'd still have something to say to Matthew. And I couldn't sleep, and all I wanted to do is sneak out of my bedroom without my wife waking up, get up to his, and, and wake him up and say, by the way, are you ever going to shade a screen? Have you ever boxed out anybody in your entire life? And there I sit, looking at the ceiling, and I'm just praying that I'm not the only one that went through that. No, there, oh, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to shut it off because he's right there. I mean, I, I bet if I, you know, had any other player in my house, I, I'd do the same thing. You know, hey, Bennett, get your hands up on your clothes out, you know. Right. It's, but, you know, it's, like I said, it's it's one of those things. You could write a book, by the way, Mike, and I, I, and I would read that book. Um, well, I would but, have a chapter. You could write one of the chapters, and maybe it'd be more than one. Um, yes. Hey, hey, Braden, I got to tell you a quick story, and then I'm going to cut you guys loose. I had Tony Bennett on years ago. I was doing a father-son kind of show, and he was at Washington State, and I called out there, and the SID said um, he does not do interviews like this during the season, but thanks for calling. I said, hold on a second. Would you just ask him? Because here's we're here in Milwaukee. This is what we're doing. And she said, sir, I just got to tell you, he's going to say no. I said, I understand that, but would you just ask him? She said, hold, please. Came back and said, look, he'll give you a full hour if you want it. And he came on and he said, look, when I was playing for my dad up at Green Bay, after every practice, I would shoot for an extra 20 minutes. And not because I wanted to and sometimes not because I needed to, but I wanted those players to go in the locker room and be able to complain about our coach Without me there, because at the end of the day, that was my father. And I didn't want to hear about it, because I had a hard time with that. And I just thought, wow. And then I had Dick Bennett on this Faith in the Zone show I do. And I told him, and he said, by the third practice, I knew exactly what he was doing. We never talked about it, but I knew, and I appreciated that. That was very hard for my son, when yeah. when, when players would be ripping their coach, because you know what, the, the coach is his dad, and he had a hard time with that, and I'm hoping that you're, you know, strong enough to be able to deal with that. Yeah, um, I've, def I've definitely heard it here and there, and um, I was I was not as okay with it in the beginning, but I've definitely just overcame it and just learned to ignore it and just uh, play my game and just ignore what they're saying and know that we have each other's backs if it comes to that situation. 
you know, one thing other players don't understand sometimes, Braden, is is um, players put money. They they have a lot of equity in the bank with us. So you you know, Matthew would have you know five six assists. He would have you know 15 points, a couple of steals, and he'd have back-to-back turnovers. And there, yeah. other kids that came off the bench would have back-to-back turnovers. I'd pull them out, and they'd go, "Man, well, you know, you have back-to-back turnovers, and your dad keeps you in." And he asked me about it one time, and I said, "You know, at that point, you have so much equity in the bank with me. You know, if you look at look at all the other stats, this kid came off the bench, and he, you know, he pulled two threes right away." He can't defend me. He can't rebound it. He's got two turnovers. He's got no equity in the bank with me. I pull him out. And that's the end of it. I, I, that's how that works. And so understand that when you're doing good things on the floor, you're building equity in the bank with your, with your coach, whether it's your dad or not. And so you get to stay in if you make a couple of mistakes where other kids might not. And I love the fact that you say that you can just kind of ignore that. Hey, Jeremy, there's a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, hey, I know this, that Matthew and Kiara miss um, seeing your family. You know, they, they we, you were watching Liam a couple days a week last year, and, and uh, your kids were so kind, and your wife was so kind to young Liam, and, and now they had a chance to, to have somebody that can watch him every day, and, and it was a really difficult decision. But thank you so much for the love that your family showed my grandson, and uh, guys, thank you so much for your time, Braden, Jeremy. Uh, Merry Christmas! And uh, during the Christmas holiday, at least Christmas Day, don't talk high school basketball, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll give you that, Mike. I'll give you no. that. Hey, thank you so much for having us on. We really appreciate yeah. it. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah, thank you very much. You thank bet. You. Hey, um, Jeremy, I'll bet you a dollar. We don't gamble on the high school basketball coaches show, but I'll bet you a dollar high school basketball comes up on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There's I, I, no I, I and Braden, you. <laughs> hey Braden, I'll split that buck with you if you tell me the truth. He is Jer- Jeremy McLaughlin, head basketball coach at Catholic Memorial. His son Braden. If you haven't seen this team play, you know what? They're gonna they're gonna cause some problems for people down the stretch. I'm telling you. I watched that St. Catherine's game, and they've got that fight, that Catholic Memorial fight that you're used to seeing. But this team definitely has it. And speaking of that, our Pick and Save student athlete of the week, he is uh, Anthony Gross. He is a senior at Catholic Memorial, will join us next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So who is this week's student athlete of the week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. So I love talking to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And I'll tell you what, Anthony Gross, you're lucky, pal. Remember that conversation we had? That game was a little closer than you thought it was going to be. I know. I do remember it. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, hey, man, I'm going to find you. Don't, don't, you're a senior, senior leader on this team. Don't you dare lay an egg against uh, Waukesha North. And, and I said, they're going to come out a lot different. And uh, they did, didn't they? Yes, they did. Hey, we, I, we, we were talking about that, uh, the six-minute breakdown. And we did yes. come out with energy. Uh, we lost a little bit. But, I mean, we picked it up at the end and we got the job done. The, yes, you did. 
and and I appreciate that. Hey, we had uh, your head coach and his son, Braden, on, and I love talking that father-son thing because I did it. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about you, and, and you know, he said nothing but really good things ab- about you. And the fact that we spent some time on, on the phone the other day, I texted uh, Jeremy after our phone call and said, hey, man, don't have this kid decide that he wants to just not go to college and be a radio guy because he's going to take my job. So don't, you know, you, you do what you want to do. In fact, speaking of, of next year, um, I know that you've got some, some options. Uh, what's, what's the thought process for, for you as far as what might happen for you next year? Yeah. So next year, uh, the plan is to go play baseball in college. Um, I've, I've got, I've had some great options. Um, my number one choice would be going to Washington university in St. Louis. So, you know, I'm hoping that opportunity falls through. So, you know, we'll find out there, but, um, I mean, I can't go wrong with any of the options. Man, good for you. Anthony Gross, Washington, um, in St. Louis is, is, and we, you know, it's a beautiful campus and really, really well-respected school. Um, Speaking of baseball, so did you get a chance to ever uh, get up in the batter's box against uh, the Fox kid last year? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Both of the Fox kids. I'll tell you one thing. Luke Fox, um, I, did, I, I played catcher in my sophomore year for high school, and I uh, he's a pitcher. And let me tell you, that is the hardest um, <laughs> job for a catcher. Uh, there, there's no other harder pitcher to catch. I mean, his ball is moving like crazy, cutting, sinking. Um, yeah, he's got a very bright future ahead of him at Duke. And Roy hey, Fox. Hey, Anthony, and, hold on. Didn't you tell me you took Luke Fox deep whenever you wanted to? Oh yeah, yes, I did. Don't. Yeah, don't no, you. He never said that. Not even once. That's me trying to cause some problems. Um, Anthony, I have to ask you because we're we're short on time here, and I apologize to that. But your motivation for being such a good student athlete, where does that come from? Yeah, uh, first, I mean, it's come from my parents. They've instilled and they've gave me support and pushed me to, you know, develop the work ethic now and the importance of academics and how it will open doors in the future. Um, And second, coming into high school, I I laid out one goal for myself, and that was to be able to go into the best academic um, university as I could and to go play college baseball. And, you know, motivation is not an easy thing. You don't wake up every day psyched to go into school and study or psyched to go and lift early and go to basketball practice and then go hit baseballs after. Um, it is something you have to carve out for yourself every day. And remember, in the long run, um, this is what i got to sacrifice now to get there. And being at a school like CMH, um, I mean, it prepares you so well for college. Uh, and, and having their teachers, our teachers work so hard. They are there to, you know, they stay after school for hours um, giving help to students. And, and it's not just the teachers, our administration um, it's our coaching step too, just just for for our basketball team. Um, and, you know, we don't always have that motivation, but they're the pick us up, and it makes us want to play for them. And it just it just spreads. Anthony, your mom and dad's name? Uh, Michelle Gross and Jim Gross. Michelle and Jim, if they're listening right now, I always want to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Right? I'm not in the car with them. I'm not around the corner from them, and. I always wanted to know, uh, I have to tell you, your, your parents must be really proud. When I talked to, to your head basketball coach, he just raves about you as a leader and a, and a basketball player and a student athlete. Hey, next week, you and I are going to get a chance to meet in person. 
and you're going to text me what day in the evening or night or afternoon. It really doesn't matter. I'll make myself available. We'll meet at the at the uh, closest pick and save to your school or to your house. We'll invite Jeremy and, and, and some of the players, your family, and we've got a beautiful award. Uh, congratulations, Anthony Gross from Catholic Memorial, our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Well done, young man. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. I look forward to meeting you in person. Uh, good luck tonight against Marquette. You got it, Anthony Gross. Thanks for listening. Mitch, back to the studio. Well done. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show, as always, presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.